0: You're tuned to KVNF and our public affairs program, Local Motion. I'm your host today, Lisa Young. I hope you will enjoy our program today as we talk about a really exciting program called Destination Imagination. Today on KVNF's Local Motion, I have two very interesting guests who are going to tell us all about a cool, cool program Alisa Johnson and Jill Jersa are here to tell me all about Destination Imagination. So ladies, let's start with each of you just telling me a little bit about yourselves and then we'll get into the program.
1: My name's Alisa Johnson and I've been involved with DI for over 10 years. Um, I got started in DI when my children were in elementary school and they needed a team manager and i felt so strongly about the program that um i i started a team at garnet mesa and we had so many kids that were interested that tried out that we ended up having three teams i believe that year um and that's how i got my foot in the door with di
0: perfect okay jill how about you
2: Yeah, so this is Jill Jersa, and I started out much like Elisa. I had my two daughters involved in DI, and they needed more team managers, so I decided that that was something I could do. I wanted to be involved in some of their after-school programs and be involved with the school. So I started out there, and then in about 2017, I decided that I wanted to be able to run – the Western slope region of destination imagination. And so I mentioned to, um, the affiliate director that I wanted to become the regional director. And so not only did I have a team, but then I also managed the, um, the region for, um, for the Western slope up until this year.
0: So I first was acquainted with Destination Imagination. You gave a presentation to the Delta County School Board. uh been a couple of months ago now, and I've just been chomping at the bit to get a chance to talk to you. Some people may know what Destination Imagination is, and I'm going to guess that a lot of our listeners do not. So who would like to explain to me what it is? And, of course, we'll bounce around here a little bit. Let's start off with maybe Jill. Okay,
2: this is Jill again, and so Destination Imagination is a creative problem-solving program. It's actually a global program, and it's run all over the world. The Colorado program is just, it's mostly the Denver uh, metro area, and then we also expand into the western slope and down into the southwest, down into Durango in Colorado. We also have teams that do participate uh, in our regions from Arizona and Um, Utah. But it is a child-led program. We have team managers, but they are just really there to help guide the kids. They don't interfere with what the kids do. And the kids come up with the solution to the program um, on their own. So they're given basically, it's not really a curriculum, but it is a written set of um, guidelines. And there are seven different challenges that they can choose to um solve anywhere from engineering scientific technical fine arts improv project outreach which is sort of a service learning get out into your community and find an issue and solve it and then we also have a group for little kids which would be your your pre-k um up through second grade so di actually goes from pre-k all the way up through the university level
0: Alisa, was there anything that you wanted to add about uh, just kind of like the description of what Destination Imagination is?
1: Yeah, so like Jill said, each of the categories is like scientific, engineering, um, improv, fine arts. But within each of those categories, the they all contain some level of, of STEM, or STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Um, It hits all of those components.
0: Okay. And let's talk a little bit about the connection with the schools, because there is a a connection. How does that work?
1: Yes. So each, um, most of the schools in our district participate in DI, and each school does, um, does it differently on how they choose the, the team members. Some of our schools use it as their gifted and talented program, or part of their gifted and talented program. Um, and it's changed over the years. Like I said, uh, at at Garnet Mesa, kids try out to be on the team. You can only have up to seven team members, and some of the things that the team managers are looking for ideally or if these kids are problem solvers and i think most importantly if they are um i'm looking for team teamwork teamwork, if, if they are able to to work with others um usually the season starts around october and it goes all the way till like the end of well all the way to May if they make it to state and most teams practice once or twice a week um, I think at the middle school level they usually practice about twice a week elementary is usually just uh, one day a week just because of time our our team managers thank goodness the school helps by paying them a stipend because it is quite a time commitment But we are always looking for more volunteers to Um, help with the the tournament and things like that.
0: Yeah, that kind of leads me to the question about funding. I mean, this is a pretty big volunteer program. Um, How do you get your funding? Jill, maybe you could help me with that one.
2: So basically we have a small budget that I was gifted when I took over the, the program. Most of our funding comes from the teams paying for their tournament fees. So for the regional tournament, Each team pays $70 and that goes to help cover whatever expenses we might have for the tournament. In the past, we've had our tournaments down at Colorado Mesa University. I was really hoping to have a partnership with them because I really feel like it's important for some of these kids to be able to get onto a college campus and see what it's like, but they weren't able to offer me the sort of uh, partnership that I was looking for, which was a little bit more um donation of their spaces than, than they were willing to give. So Delta Middle School and and the administration here at Delta uh school district has really been fortunate to to us and let us use the Delta Middle School program for our building for free. Oh wow. So that helped with our expenses. All of our um volunteers, so our appraisers and our tournament officials and people that come to help with the tournament, those are all volunteers. I don't pay them, I provide them lunch and snacks and maybe a light breakfast in the morning, but they do that out of the goodness of their hearts. And then both Elisa and I um, are basically volunteers. We take a small stipend um, just because there's a lot of travel involved for us and so it helps to pay the cost of our our fuel. But other than that, most of, of DI in Colorado is run through volunteers and we just have small budgets we've tried to do some fundraising in the past i've sold palisade peaches and things like that and taken them over to denver and that works out it's a little time consuming but it 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 did provide us some some extra funds that were desperately needed
0: if folks want to help out i mean how can they do that i mean somebody may be listening saying i think this is really great and i'd like to give uh some money to the program how do they go about doing that
2: They could um, mail a check if they choose to do so. They can contact me through the Western Slope DI um, email address and I can give them our contact information. They can also send, I can also get you the information to send a check to the Denver office and then they'll, they'll put that into our account.
0: That's perfect let's talk just a second about, uh, there's a website. I mean, I've been on this website. I've gone through it quite a bit. I'm so excited about it. It's uh, DestinationImagination.org. Uh, tell me a little bit about the website. Uh, if you're not on it, I'll give you a chance to get on it. But I've looked at it. It's such a nice website.
2: So that's the national, basically what we call DIHQ. That's the national um, headquarters based out of new jersey this is jill um and so they kind of oversee all of the different affiliates all the different states that have di teams so there's a good number of them i can't right off the top of my head tell you how many teams or states participate in di but it's it is impressive how many kids get together um at the global finals competition which is held in kansas city it used to be held in tennessee and and the years that i went to tennessee there were 18 to 20,000 people there just for DI. So it's a it's a big thing. The website is wonderfully made. It's It tells all the information, it tells a little bit more than we can go into in depth for, of uh, the program and, and what it offers and teaches kids and how they might be able to get involved. There is also the state DI website, which is DIColorado.com, which is more specific and it breaks down all of our different regions and it has ways to link to each region if they want to learn more about, about those regions.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that website. Um, I think on the national website, uh, there's some, maybe some videos or maybe that was on the state. Maybe I did find it, but I I came across some videos that were just really inspiring about what the, the young people do and what a difference, you know, DI has made in their lives. I'm wondering if maybe both of you could, share a story of a a former or maybe a current DI participant and how the program is actually making a difference in their lives. And then I want to talk about some of the competitions and then what's up for next year. But let's start with maybe a couple of stories uh, of some of your current or former DI participants. How about you, Elisa? You want to start off with this one?
1: Yes, I will. Um, Yes, one little girl stands out um, most to me um her name's Zoe and she's she tried out for DI in third grade and she was before she tried out I was like this little girl is so shy she never speaks up I'm just like I just don't was not real sure that DI was for her boy was I wrong (laughs) She. came my shining little star, such a team player. And she was on my DI team from third grade all the way to fifth grade until she went to middle school where she continued with DI for another year. Um, after that, um, she became so busy with other things in school that time didn't allow, but she has come back and volunteered for a a tournament for me, but That is one child that will always, um, have a special place in my heart. And I do want to mention one other student. I won't give his name, but he was on my DI team and most people think that destination imagination is more for your high performing students. It's only for the gifted and talented students. But this little guy, he was in special education, he tried out and made the team. And that year, my team ended up going to Globals. We were in Tennessee. And that just goes to show you that everybody has worth and a gift that they can use in DI.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a program that can take someone who's shy and not real sure of themselves and give them the, the confidence that they need to solve problems and work in a team and be a part of a competition. Jill, uh, tell me a, a story or two of some of your former or current DI participants and, and exactly how this program makes a difference in their lives.
2: So the, the one that comes to mind just happened recently. This was actually from one of my uh, girls on my high school team. Her name is Kylie. And she took a chance she she tried out for di at the high school level we were struggling to put a team together she was kind of shy kind of on the outside fringes i would say band kid because i'm also a band mom and so i was involved with the band and um just kind of her own person um real quiet but but kind of fun to be around and she thought i'm gonna try out so she tried out, we thought she was amazing. She had a wicked bad sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And so we went ahead and, and offered her a spot on the team. And we went through that entire year. And that was the first year that my team actually made it to Globals um, on their own. Sometimes there are lottery spots and the teams can go to Globals, but this was, you know what, you did so well that, that you get you get to go. And so we fundraised and we went and then the next year she came back to the same team and we had fun again and we went to globals for a second time and then she graduated and we kind of lost touch and then just this last summer i got a a call from her mom and she said i just want to let you know what kylie is doing because if it wasn't for you she wouldn't be where she is right now and what she had done is she had gone on a model search a talent search and she had won some award from this talent search that she had been on for her improvisational acting ability. And after the show was over, after her mom called me, Kylie called me and told me that if it wasn't for the connections that she made with me, then she wouldn't have been where she is now. And I think she's still continuing to use her improvisational ability and her acting um, in her current life. So that was that was kind of a fun story. It really made my heart you know, feel good that that I made that kind of impact and that this program made that kind of impact on these students.
0: If you've just joined us, you're listening to Local Motion on KVNF. I'm Lisa Young, and I'm speaking with Alisa Johnson and Jill Jersa, all about destination imagination. Let's get back to the program now as Program Director for the Western Slope, Jill Jersa talks about how the program is inclusive
2: were really strong in diversity, equity, and, you know, equality and inclusion of all kinds of kids. Um, I've had kids in the past who were, um, you know, special education students. One boy in particular had a, a very strong speech impediment. He stuttered and the kids just accepted him and he was a, a valuable part of our team. And they let him work through his stutter And the more time that they gave him and the more energy they put towards making him feel like he was a part of the team, the less he actually stuttered. And to this day, I think his, his speech got much better because of that opportunity of of people being patient with him and allowing him to express himself without trying to rush him through what he was trying to say. And so, you know, there's really some heartwarming stories and I'm sure there's a million more out there and I know on the websites, both the DI Colorado and the DIHQ website, that there are a ton of videos of kids showing what the impact it has made on them.
0: You you mentioned something called globals. So what I want to do is just transition now into some of the competitions that these kids get a chance to be a part of. And I think you may have a list of some winners. If you need to look those up, we can do that but uh, I think there might be some state competition winners that we can talk about at this point. But let's talk about the competitions that kids can be a part of from l- maybe a like more local to state to national. Okay.
1: So there are three tournaments within DI. It's the regional tournament, which the past few years we've held at Delta Middle School. Once teams make it, um, some teams are Then they progress to the state tournament, Um, and at state, obviously, they're competing against everyone throughout, you know, Colorado, Um, and then there are teams, if you place in the top three, then you move on to the global tournament, which is in Kansas City.
0: That sounds awesome. You know, I, like I say, I heard your presentation with the Delta County School Board. What's kind of that relationship? I mean, they seemed pretty on board with it and pretty excited as well.
2: The school board is very excited. Well, so the school board, I I served on school board for a number of years. So a good number of the members kind of know what DI is. And some of the members that are on there right now actually have their their kids in, in DI, um, but with the school administration, too, Karen Gibson, the uh, uh, superintendent. superintendent, has actually come and been a volunteer at our tournaments, um, and she knows the value of DI, and so she wanted us to come and present and share to the board what the value of DI is, um, and so that's why, why we were there, and I think they appreciated our information and I'm hoping that they'll see the value of it and continue because we need their support in order to be able to fund it because it is funded through the schools.
0: Right. And when you say it's funded through the schools, is there a, a certain amount that each school contributes or is it an overall district contribution?
1: So each school pays for, um, the registration fee for the, the tournament what other
2: they transportation.
1: They, well then kids help out. Yes. They yeah. pay for transportation. Um and all students that participate, whether it's DI or sports or anything like that, there is a pay to uh, play fee. In the past it's been like forty dollars for elementary and middle school. Um, I think is a common yes, for the forty dollars. Um and then schools have budgeted for the DI teams, like to because they need supplies for to build costumes and props and and things like that. So um, we are very grateful for the school district and their participation and support of the DI program.
0: So I just realized we were talking about the competitions, and then I jumped over to something else. Um, Do you have a list of the winners for the state competition that we're able maybe to talk about at this time?
2: I don't have a full list. I do know that um, from our region, meaning Delta County, we did have uh, one team from Paonia Elementary uh, or Paonia K-8 called Inertia that placed third I believe at the state tournament and they they will be actually be heading to the global finals competition Mm -hmm. um and we had others that finished you know in the top seven teams um they usually recognize the top six teams at the at the state competition um and most of the rest of our teams that went placed probably within the I'd say at least the top 12 completely so you know they they do well some of the the challenges have more participants and more teams than other challenges. And so their competition level is a little bit different through each challenge.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. So is there a a certain area that doesn't have as many competitors? I mean, like what area would that be?
2: I would say project outreach or service learning is generally, there aren't as many teams that choose that challenge um and then um, any given year it just really depends on the challenge that's written and how many kids are excited for that typically the fine arts challenge and the um engineering challenge are usually the the most populous of the seven challenges and then you'll have scientific technical and improv improv is probably another one that isn't as highly populated because i'm not sure people quite understand exactly what improv is and I think they get scared away by the fact that they have to come up with their entire presentation uh, within seven minutes and present it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) no wonder, right? Uh, So it sounds like these uh, challenges are something that they know at the beginning of the year, is that correct? And then they're able to practice and then go into the competition?
2: Correct, yes.
0: Okay, and you may have said that before. I'm just so excited, you know, to talk to you about this today. I am really curious about what is coming up for next year as we're uh, obviously the school year's winding down and we've got a little bit of a summer break coming up. How does this kick off again in the fall? What's the process for kids and volunteers, anybody who wants to be a part of Destination Imagination? What do they need to know in the next coming months?
1: Well, the regional directors, we will all get together in Denver at the end of, or middle of June for our planning session for next year. Um, teams that may be interested, team managers um, that are thinking about managing next year that are new to this program can always get on the website to look at the different challenges. And then once school starts, I will start pushing out emails to are contacting um, team managers of the past to make sure that they are still on board. And we will do quite a bit of recruiting and marketing, trying to get more schools and more school districts in our region to participate in DI.
2: But if people are interested, the DI Colorado website is a really good resource. Right. There's a link on the bottom that says, hey, I'd like to be a team manager, or hey, I'd like to volunteer. And then they can put in where they live, and it'll direct that to the correct um, region. So, you know, that's a, that's always a, a really good resource. But we'll really begin pushing things out starting probably in August, towards the end of August, just as school's getting started. Okay. Right now, we're just gearing up for global finals. Global finals isn't until um, the weekend before Memorial Day. So we've still got teams that are really pushing towards globals the di year generally doesn't start until july
0: and jill who is going to be going to globals uh, you said there's a couple of teams can you mention who the who the teams are
2: so the one team from delta county is going to be um, from paoni uk 8 and it's a team called inertia and the team manager is sarah puharic i believe is her name so and i know they're doing some pretty strong fundraising up in the north fork area right now so if people are interested and would like to help get that team to Global Finals, I know they would appreciate any help that they could get.
0: Yeah, that's so exciting. And what is that uh, website again that we want to mention that again for anyone who's interested in, in getting involved with DI for next year?
2: Um, I would say direct them to DIColorado.com.
0: Is there anything else that either of you would like to share about Destination Imagination, uh, maybe something I didn't ask or just something you you really want? People to know about today as we look at this great program for kids. It's so exciting how it builds them up, gives them confidence, gives them some experiences that they'll carry on for the rest of their lives. We have about two minutes or so.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we have so many sports that are activities, teams that kids that are available to kids. Um, and then there's some kids just that is just not their thing. And I truly believe destination imagination can fill that hole or the gap for some of those students. And these skills that they learn in DI are skills that they will use for the rest of their life, whether it's in high school or college, or even in a career, because it really does focus on team building, working with others and problem solving.
0: How about you, Jill? I would, yeah, go ahead.
2: I would have to, to you know, agree with Elise on that. Um, you know, my husband does a good number of, of hirings, and the things that he he looks at are the are the skills that we're teaching these kids in DI. You know, the teamwork, the creativity, the ability to be flexible, and listen to what other people have to say because it's not always about you and your idea but what's best for the team to solve the challenge that's presented in front of them um you know we do a little thing in di called instant challenges where you're given a set of maybe materials and a plan that says okay you need to build a tower as tall as you can with you by using nothing but paper and you have five minutes to do it so it really teaches them how to work on their on their toes and be quick and be you know, succinct in what they're thinking and and really get those ideas out so that they can complete the task in a timely fashion. So I love DI. I'm passionate about DI. I have applied to be on the board for DI for Colorado, um, just because I really feel like it's, it it fills a spot for kids that may not have a spot um, that they know of. And once they get involved with something like this, it really is, you see them blossom and you see them really come out of their shell. And you know, they've had, there have been a, a good number of people who are somewhat famous, singers, actors, that have gone through DI, and they've always gone on and said how much it made an impact in their lives. So,
0: Alisa Johnson, instructional coach for Garnet Mesa Elementary, and Jill Gersa, Western Slope Regional Director for Destination Imagination. So wonderful to have you today on KBNF's Local Motion. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for Local Motion. Local Motion is KVNF's in-depth local public affairs reporting and interviews from around the KVNF listening area. Local Motion airs Wednesdays from 6 to 6.30 p.m. and again on Saturdays from 10 to 10.30 a.m. The weekly program is hosted by members of the KVNF News Team, including myself, Lisa Young, Cassie Knutes and Taya J. Again, this has been Local Motion on KBNF. Thanks for listening.